What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. And through the power of the internet, our good friend and long overdue guest, Kirok Craft. Yay! Hello, everyone. How's, How's it going? going? Good. Thanks. Thanks. Good to be here. Awesome. Thank awesome. you so much. We're excited to have you here. And we'll, so we'll get back to Kirok in a second. Let me just wrap up this introduction. But Team Chat Podcast, in case you did not know, is a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out at Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as watch the video version on YouTube and Twitch. If you want to find us on social media, you can do that as well by going to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and following us there. You can also, if you're really loving and just really digging what we're creating for you each and every week for free, you can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast where it's for as little as a dollar a month you can support the show and in return we will give you a cool perk like getting the episodes early as before the general Tuesday release and access to our private patron only I'm a little there stumble there two weeks off it's starting to show a little bit everybody <laughs> but to our patron only channel on our discord server the rogues gallery again that is patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast and a special thank you to all of our patrons who help make each and every episode possible all right, that's over with. The business is done. The business. Kirok, it's so good to see yeah. you, man. Uh, for those of you who uh, might not have missed it before, we have been on a couple of uh, episodes of Bottle Rocket Gaming shows that Kirok right. hosts and is a part of. And it really has been just, it, and it's on our fault. It's our bad that we should have had you on <laughs> so much sooner than we it's have. It's okay. No, but, uh, no biggie. Excited to have you on to talk about the games and everything that we're excited about most in com- coming in 2019. Uh, also, fun, also secondary fun fact is if you were watching part of our Extra Life stream, Kirok streamed for a couple hours on that one and was the person currently streaming when we hit our $1,000 goal. So that was, yeah, a pretty fun, right. that was a pretty fun little moment. Um, that was awesome. But he yeah, was the star so, of the show. So, he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, so go I ahead mean, and tell us, yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a YouTuber, streamer. I stream on Twitch as well. And uh, as uh, Jarrett mentioned, I, uh, I'm part of Bottle Rocket Gaming. And um, uh, both Mogan and Rachel uh, – sorry, I, I am said, one I said and the both. same. <laughs> I assure you there's just <laughs> the one of me. <laughs> well, uh, Mogan and Jarrett uh, did come on the Bottle Rocket Gaming podcast with myself and uh, – um, Warped Jester. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual podcast itself has ended a little while ago, but uh, myself and Component Z, another member in Bottle Rocket Gaming, are kind of carrying on the torch with uh, uh, Defective Discourse. And we do that once a month and we do it as a live stream. So it's pretty cool. Then we record it and put it on YouTube as well. Very nice. It's pretty good. So I have one question before we go on. All right. Did you schedule the appointment for the tattoo? Not yet, but I will be getting it this month. So for really? everyone, this where, month, do you know where you're getting soon. it? Oh yeah, that's the same soon. place that I've had my that I've gone for. I got my last one at is actually a, a tattoo barber shop just down the street a little bit here. Cool. And so yeah. uh, my wife's gotten a tattoo from this guy. I got a tattoo from the last guy. So I'll just call him up and be like, "Hey, let's do this. Let's get this thing on me." Um, I just had to get. I thought through. that was crazy when you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." <laughs> I mean, I've got several other. I have like four other tattoos. So it's going to be like my first one. So it's not like I'm like. You yeah. have four? Yeah. You have the Princess Leia one. Princess you have the Leia, Fender one. Fender nice. one. Sword on my... On oh, my I always forget about that one. On the shoulder. They're there so close. I, I always... Cool. So, huh. so, yeah, so, <laughs> so, so it would be my first time to, for, uh, you know, for going under the needle, as it were. Three but, years uh, on, and I'm learning new things know, all the that's time. That's what the joy of the show is. We just <laughs> always find out new things about each other. But anyway... 
so yeah, so yes, I'm gonna. I had to do some like work, and then with the holidays and everything like that, I just did not have the time. But this yeah. month, for sure, I'll awesome. be I'll be getting that one done. Uh, but then let's see what else. And eventually, when our podcast goes down in flames, and you and I hate each other, <laughs> you can cover up that tattoo with like a tribute to Whitney Houston. I think that'd be really sure. nice. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of Whitney. All right, that's the R.I.P. <laughs> no, because even if that were to happen in the whatever, which God forbid it does, <laughs> but still, then it would still hold a special place in my heart as the first podcast and all that stuff. So I would keep it and wear the tattoo with pride. So with pride. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. Well, like I said, this week today's episode, we're going to go ahead and jump and skip through moment with Mogan and. <laughs> Red Dead Roundup, all that stuff. Because, I mean, let's be honest. It's the end of the year. It's the beginning of the new year. There is some news, but big games coming out in a little bit. We'll get to those next week. But we want to have as much time as we can with Kirok to talk about the things that we are excited about for this year. So, really, this whole episode is kind of like news. So yeah. We'll just, go, we'll just go with that. It's just news that, you know, may or may not actually happen. Exactly. Because right. with things exactly. that are coming soon, we'll, we'll find out if that actually comes to pass. Right. I keep trying. I feel like with the last couple of years, I, when we do this episode, I still have at least one game that doesn't actually come out the, the year, this gotcha. the year that I'm talking about. Yeah. So I tried to pick better <laughs> to be once. I, I feel like one of the years, maybe the second year we did this, I, all three games did not come out that year. Ha ha, you really? suck. I think. I can't remember which one. Which I, I picked three right now, but I picked one that I know pretty much probably not going to come out in 2019, but I still got to mention it. But you're excited for it and you got to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's jump in then. Kirok, why don't you go ahead and talk about, tell us your first most anticipated Okay, I'll go with year. my first, and I'm going to go with one that I don't believe is a crossover with one of yours, because I think, I'm pretty sure Mogan's going to say the one I'm thinking as well. But uh, this game, I am really, like, super excited about it. Uh, I watched, they, they posted a video, the company, CD Projekt Red, uh. posted a video... Uh, and it was a 48-minute long video showing the game uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I saw this video. And I watched that. I watched that, and that <sighs> game is solid. Like, like it, it ran smooth. I'm actually kind of worried if my computer is going to be able to handle it. <laughs> um, but uh, the game looks fantastic. It's got, it's got that futuristic, punky uh, aspect to it. But at the same time... Um, it's got the whole questing. So it feels – I'm actually quite shocked. When I think of their game, it screams Bethesda or what Bethesda used to make yeah. to me. Do you I get what I'm saying? That. Yeah. No, like deep totally with that. a lot of quests. Now, in that 48 minutes, they really only go through one kind of quest that shows you how everything is. But they do um, give you enough little tidbits throughout the 48-minute video that you get a, a sense of the scope of the, the game. Uh, and one of the things I really like was you can go into a situation as you wish. You could go guns a-blazing. You could go diplomatic and make a deal with the, the other gang or team or whoever. Uh, or you can, uh, you know, try and infiltrate completely if you want. So so I'm really impressed by that video. Or I was really impressed by that video when I watched it. And I, I think that I, I want to get deep into that game when it comes. I'll stream it for sure. I can't wait. Yeah, so excited about it. I'm super excited for Cyberpunk. I actually kind of forgot about it. I, I mean, not in the because in all my like my research and going back for this for this episode, I, it wasn't like popping up because they still haven't really confirmed that it is going to be this exactly. year. Exactly. So actually, that was it, are you be sure? Because I could have sworn that was going to be in 2019. Really? See, the thing is, I'm even that. even if they Let said that, Jared's going to do uh, a fact check here, and while okay, he right, does right. that, I'm going to go it, ahead and say, even if they said it's coming out in 2019. 
It's it doesn't not. Look, buy it. No, yeah, not even just, a little it, bit. It is coming out well, in 2077. They have to stick <laughs> to the script. I will just make wait. Everyone wait. Just make everyone wait. All what? What's what's 19 minus 77? How many uh, negatives is that? <laughs> I will wait the 58 years for it to come out. But even so, <laughs> jokes aside, I absolutely do not believe it'll come out in 2019. I think that even okay. if they said that it has a 2019 release date it will get pushed back they're saying let's see wikipedia has its release as tba oh really okay i could have sworn it was 2019 i, I, I mean I, who knows they might surprise us and it, be like here I, it is christmas no yeah, yeah no. i don't know CD Project Red <laughs> likes to give good thing good well, gifts to everyone so who knows you, you know you guys played uh witcher 3 right no yeah, i've played through it still okay. which is great right. i played like, it but i didn't get i didn't go all the way through the game but just as an example, that game is a massive game, like massive. Oh, yeah. And if that game is any kind of set precedence, it's just incredible what, what we might see from Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I brought it up only because I was 100% sure that that was going to be out next year. But oh, I'll, the- I'll count it. I don't care. Because <laughs> we mean- can still be incredibly <laughs> excited about it because that, that gameplay video was ridiculous. And yeah, even if it doesn't come out this year, I'm sure that they would do a lot more to hype it up. Because oh, yeah. so far, we've really only gotten, you know, the brief trailer and the 48-minute gameplay video. Right. It's going to be a right. huge game, so of course they're going to do a ton to promote it. And the fact that nothing else has really come out since that gameplay video just further makes me think that it's not coming out in 2019. That it's not going to come out, yeah. right, yeah, like in 2019. I got you. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> but still, though, I mean, yeah, like, we... It looks already, which I know, like they polish what they're going to put out, but it still looks Obviously, pretty yeah. polished. And so I imagine yeah. if it's not this year, I could see it being a mid-release next year. Like now mid-year. that I think is a lot more realistic. Yeah, maybe like so, a summer release. Yeah, something like that. Or so many, uh, so many uh, or November, developers are really they're really uh, attached to releases in fall now. Right. So October, I feel like November. it might come out October, November. So here, here's the other thing too. If that is the case, which I can see, yeah, I can understand that if they want to get the game polished and to a level where it will do well, it should push in probably into the next year. And I am okay with that. I think that if they need to take that extra six months, take it. If they need to take that extra year, take it. Oh, yeah. I'd rather they come out with a finished product that is complete, that is polished, not buggy, not, you know, things missing. Because we've seen way too much of that in the last Prediction. little while. Prediction. Ooh, here it comes. First prediction okay. 2019. Cyberpunk 2077 will come out on uh, June 17th okay. of 2020. Okay. It will be that okay. year's Fallout 76. Oh. Ooh. I could, oh. I, there's no. Okay, I'm saying just from. Now, I know we were at a place where we thought there was no way Bethesda would do this, but there's no yeah, way that's true. Cyberpunk's oh, Didn't do you this. just say that they love to surprise us? Oh, we'll be surprised. I mean, I don't know if they just Unpleasantly surprised. <laughs> they just surprise us by just being amazing developers. Yeah, that's what everybody thought about Bethesda. <laughs> it's going to happen 2020. CD we'll Projekt we'll Red we'll goes see. down in flames. I hope not. Because yeah, Project makes great stuff, and I want them to make games for forever. They're they're a Polish studio, right? Yeah. You know, I just recently yeah. got a new board game from Poland. It's awesome. Board game. 
Mysterium. Mm. Yeah. I don't believe that one. You're like a ghost. Ooh. It's awesome. Anyways, that's well, that's that's neither here nor there. Very good. The point very good. is, Poland, making great games. Well, and I feel like now, of course, I'm blanking on them all, but I feel like we have talked about several uh, games coming from... What was... There was another game that we just talked about within the last month or two, I feel like, that was also from a Polish developer getting her a lot of good buzz, and now I can't Wasn't think of what indie? it is. Wasn't it an indie? Yeah, I think it is. God, I can't remember either. I don't know. I'll have to go. I have to check through the backlogs of the old yeah. episodes. It's not Hollow Knight. If anybody remembers, yeah, let you know, us know. Let us know in the comments below. Hashtag but. Poland Games. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, Kira, Cyberpunk 2077 looks incredible. And just from all the different things that you can do with it, the I will say I have like the one hesitation because I've run into this a little bit in other games I've played it. I'm slightly worried about the first person perspective for it. Gotcha. A little bit because, like, the Bethesda style and even in Red Dead 2, the the first person I'm not as big a fan of in the big, massive open RPGs, but I do love uh, Deus Ex, like, human, oh, you know, which is a similar theme, thematic, you know, right. style game, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And in that one, I was trying to think, like, it does have it does do third person, but only when you're in a cover system. But other than that, you are in first person. So, and I do enjoy those games a lot. But for whatever reason, the feel of like the first person, like in how Bethesda does it sometimes, or even in Red Dead 2, I'm just not the biggest fan of. But we'll really, see. Really, eh? we'll, we'll suck <laughs> it up. I, I mean, I'm still that doesn't tarnish my excitement for the game in any way. I'm still beyond excited for this game to come out because it looks so damn good. But uh, well, time will tell. Time will tell till we get to play that one. Indeed. But it looks good. Hopefully, you know, maybe it'll come out around the same time as Last of Us Part 2. Wait, why is that a hopefully? Oh. You'll never play either of them if that happens. Because you'll be so torn between nah, I'll play Last Part two first. one. You'll never get around to see to what what they call you, Cyberpunk. You played one, right? Oh, absolutely. I played one. Oh, okay. It was fantastic. In fact, yeah. I was actually, before recording, I was watching this new uh, this new video. Uh, have you guys heard, any of you heard of Girlfriend Reviews on YouTube? No, it's, it's a hilarious channel. I've watched a couple. She's actually gotten a lot of uh, traction in the last few months or so, but she does reviews not based on the game, but what it's like to live with someone who plays the game. Oh, that's really so she, funny. So her boyfriend will play games. And then she like does a review of what it was like watching her boyfriend play it. That's hilarious. And so she just put out one on the last of us and it was giving me all the feels and wanting to pick it right oh, back up. Man. But she <laughs> does a very good job. Of talking I'll have about to check games. that out. It's what a awesome. funny premise. I'll post it in the discord because <laughs> for this one, but she's done uh, like God of war and a couple like all the big games and stuff like that. But yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to post that in the, in our discord. Well, did you have anything else about Cyberpunk? I didn't want to cut no, it off. All that's any thoughts like that. It, yeah. yeah, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Cyberpunk is going to be an exciting one. Morgan, how about, how about you? What you got? Well, you know what's as exciting as the year twenty seventy seven, where everybody's like cyborgs and all tricked out, and you can go to a back alley doctor and get a bunch of guns implanted into your arm. You know what's as cool as that? I feel like you're just going to take this a completely opposite way. Archaeology in the 1920s. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. I know which one you're talking about. I am which super, one? super excited about In the Valley of Gods. Mm -hmm. oh. It is the new title coming out from, uh, isn't it Campo Santo? Yes. And they're the ones who did Firewatch. So oh. as anybody knows, I played Firewatch maybe like a year after it initially came out 
kicking myself that I hadn't played it sooner. It got a ton of buzz the year that it came out, continued to get seller reviews. I finally played it, learned why, adored Firewatch, like to pieces. Right. It's one of the, it, it might be the best, and this is said in a very endearing, not demeaning way, walking simulator games that I have ever played. Yes. And that's a, personally a genre that I really enjoy. I like walking around okay. I'm not sorry about it. I mean, that's what's <laughs> fun about like it's going nice. and playing like Red Dead Horizon. Exactly. Do you think that I can climb up mountains by myself? No, I have to become a camp counselor in a video game to be able to do it. Wait, he's a state park person, yeah, not camp counselor. <laughs> yeah, he's a ranger. There we go. Whatever. I got attacked by a raccoon once. Oh, no. That was amazing. That can happen in rabies. real life. Shut up. <laughs> they, they don't can. have rabies. <laughs> Henry lived. Uh, anyway, so based on just solely what I know of Firewatch and what I've seen so far of In the Valley of Gods, uh, I know it's going to be a time that I will almost certainly adore. Mm. And to give you a bit more of the premise about it, um, I mentioned that it takes you back in time to like the 1920 eras uh, of uh, archaeology. And I believe you are two, um, well, you're of course one primary protagonist female character and your partner is another female character. Names, I don't know. Have they given names? Sarah and Anna. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just making that up. Uh, And I don't really know much about it because I watched the trailer and nothing else because it's the kind of game that I don't want to know Mm -hmm. really anything about what's actually going to happen in the story because you can pick on so much, you can pick up on so much from a trailer that could accidentally spoil something for you that you don't realize at the time, but then later when you're playing the game for the first time, you see something and you're like, oh no, in the trailer, I saw this part that's probably way in the future, but now I like know where it's going and I don't want that to happen. So it's the kind of game I'm going to learn as little about it as possible moving forward. And when it comes out, I'm going to buy it and play it and love it to pieces. Nice. Guaranteed. I remember when that one came out because I was and then saw at the end and watching the trailer for it. And I was like, oh, this looks this looks interesting. Then I saw, yeah, Campo Santo. And I was like, oh, Mogan's getting this oh, one Oh, of sure. course. I cannot. I, if they just made walking sim games for all the rest of their days, yeah. I would be perfectly fine with that. Nice. Kudos to them. Nice. What was the name of it? In the Valley of Gods, because it takes place in, in Egypt, in the literal Valley of ah. Gods. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it looks like some pyramid tomb raiding, perchance. Well, per, well, tomb, tomb raiding, researching. Yeah, it's probably more like. Oh wait, here we go. Uh, players take on the role of explorer and filmmaker Zora. What an awesome name! That's Sarah way better Anne than way Sarah are, way and off. Anna. My bad. <laughs> and her partner, which I guess is like you, the unnamed protagonist, um, as they investigate ancient tombs while making a film. Jared, there we go. You're gonna love this one, buddy. Great. Yeah, we we're gonna have a great time playing. Make a it. team chat film of filming this film in the game. There. That sounds like a really bad idea. <laughs> I don't. Just I don't, it I don't think there. you should do that. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, my my first game that I'm excited yeah. about. So, this one is honestly like there were a couple. I had to kind of pick fight and fight. No, blocking my <laughs> notes. I, uh, go through a couple to decide which one I wanted to take. My now this is like my number three. So not my most excited for game, but because um, there's a couple like the one I still am very excited for is Biomutant. But I oh yeah. But they still don't have a release date on that one. I talked about I that one last year. I want to be a Palico. That's basically what you get to be. <laughs> so it looks pretty cool. Um, and so that one, though, is still slated for 2019, but it hasn't come out yet. That was one from last year that I was like, I want to play this one this year, and it didn't come out this year. Prediction. So, 
It's, it will not come out in 2019. <laughs> so that's why I'm not talking about it again. Instead, the other one, though, that I'm talking about, it, that is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. You suck. I was going to say that. Yes. Oh, oh, whatever. I can talk about something else. <laughs> I mean, just jump in and talk well, about yeah, it. Well, fine. Unless no, your, like, it's your one. thing. You talk. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have an incredible amount to talk about it other than the fact that I'm just so incredibly excited for this game because it granted I've said before how platformers are the one genre of game platformers and puzzlers, but often they go hand in hand that will frustrate me the fastest. Like I can be playing through, be just like going about my day, feeling a good groove and then just hit a wall. And it seems yeah. to happen very quickly and very often for you, me. You get the joke cousin. Platformers. Right, uh, you run into a lot of walls. There's a bunch of walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was, and so that of its core, though, the story is why I'm excited about Ori and the and the Will of the Wisps. The story for within five minutes of Ori and the Blind Forest. Have you played Ori and the Blind Forest? No, I never have. Okay, well, oh, I'm not going to spoil anything for buddy. you. But the first like five minutes of that game is an emotional gut punch. I mean, it just like rips really? your heart out of your chest, and you're like, no. And so even though. I have this history with platformers that in and of itself makes me want to go back to the sequel of this game. And then beside that, we're going to, that this is the promise of another amazing score by Gareth Coker. So I, yeah, I know. See, that's the primary thing. Well, there's a lot about it that I'm really looking forward to, but a new soundtrack from Gareth Coker. That's all. That's still Ori in the blind oh, forest. Yeah. Cause Ori in the blind forest is ridiculously wait. good. So I, I actually wasn't that excited. I mean, I was excited, but not like next level excited about Ori and the will of the wisp until I just very recently finally picked up Hollow Knight for myself. I've been seeing you playing that. Because recently. here's the thing. Hollow Knight has a reputation for being like really difficult, right? And it is. And let me tell you, buddy, it is. It's really hard. So you, it's really grinding my gears it's, as the platform. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like, oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to finish it, buddy. And I might not finish it. But so far, even when I have hit uh, bosses or sections of the game that are infuriating, that have literally taken me days of like coming back to them to be like, okay, I'm going to try again. Yeah. Okay, this time for real, I'm going to to try again okay i got a new item now i'm gonna try again and that feeling of getting past that obstacle once you finally do it once you finally succeed it is super gratifying and having that experience in hollow knight really reminded me of hey you know what hard games are actually really really fun all the same as long as the gameplay itself is super crisp the mechanics all work the way they're supposed to so that you're not having a bunch of glitches the art style is beautiful the soundtrack is beautiful all of that is endemic to hollow knight and ori and the fact that i'm basically about to finish hollow knight and coming up on another plot another fantastic platformer or in the will of the wisp i'm like yeah bring the next one on. oh yeah i cannot wait for that next new platformer and what you're talking about with smooth gameplay and, and pretty art style and all that stuff Ori has that in spades so i can't yeah. begin to imagine what the what this new one is going to look like several years four ish years down yeah. the road i think from when the first one came out so i am very excited for it uh Ori had that kind of like setting where it's like a neonish surrounding. Am I right? Yeah, kind of like very bright, yeah. vibrant, like bright uh, colors, very yeah. saturated colors. Yeah, yep. yep. And you're just a little spirit being Ori, who's so cute. He is so cute, and I just love, I just love how he moves. Just like you run and flips through the air and everything, everything about it. Just the animation is is beautiful in that game, and so I'm very excited for that game. 
in and of itself for the story and the and the soundtrack. You know, there's that. Um, uh, I think it's like one of those other one person games or like a game where like only a handful, maybe just one guy is working on it. Mm-hmm. Rivals of Aether. Have either of you heard of that one? Mm-mm. It might be no. Rivals of Aether. I'm not actually sure how you pronounce it, but it's A-E-T-H-E-R. Rivals of Aether um, is basically like a fighting game. It's kind of like a brawl type, not brawl, a smash type game. And Ori like won some sort of fan campaign or something and got built into this game. So That's you awesome. can play as Ori in this Oh, fighting game. That's it's so like, cool. no, that's not where he belongs. He's a peaceful creature. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but, he, but he is like really cool. So it's just really nice to see such a bizarre crossover. And this just opens up Ori for Smash. I'll see yeah. it. <laughs> I think that's a pretty hard list to find to get through, but that would be hilarious because I mean they got Isabel, they got yeah, cute deadly creatures. In it there. has been four years. Uh, Blind Forest oh, came man, out in twenty fifteen. Yes, yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> All right, Kirok. So what is your second most anticipated game? Uh, okay, so you guys didn't mention it. I would have sworn by now. Actually, you did mention it, but it wasn't your pick. Uh, Last of Us Two. Oh, yes. so uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty confident that one's supposed to be a 2019 release. And um, what I don't know, I guess it's a, a PS4 exclusive. Is that? Yeah, that will that, be a yeah. PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Just like it was last Where's time. Where's the board? Yeah. Point for PS4. It's actually in the closet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I'm looking super forward to that. I remember, uh, was it last year at E3? They showed uh, a good clip of gameplay in it. Yes. And it was super intense incredible like you have the new mechanic where you can hide under objects mm-hmm. um which was pretty cool where ellie was hiding under a truck as somebody was circling the truck and trying to get her um i'm i'm looking so, so forward to that uh, i think the thing i like about games like that is that they it's mainly story the one thing i really like about video games is story and storytelling right that's my favorite but when a game combines storytelling with gameplay uh, and occasionally you get that little sprinkling of a puzzle here and there because the game does have puzzles in it, uh, plus some action, and you got to ma- maintain or manage your your bullets and guns and weaponry. Because uh, in the original Last of Us, you had to do the crafting part of that, right? right? Uh, those w- when those get combined in the right way, I absolutely love it. Uh, I I felt that also in uh, the. The uh, oh my god! What were the other the games on also exclusive on PS4? Drake. Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah. So it's like a story. It's like I was watching a movie. But Last of Us Part Two is awesome because, well, not Part Two, but just Last of Us in general is awesome because it brings you into a dystopian world, and you just get that sense of almost total despair. Yeah. Um. I mean, you've played it. And you remember the very beginning part of that? Oh it's God. also like a punch gut, a punch in the gut. Oh yeah, right. So I'm I'm absolutely looking forward to that. I cannot wait till they release uh, Last of Us Part Two. I can't either. I am just tapping my toes for that one to come out because no, in the, the Last of Us quit peeking at my notes. <laughs> but, but, um, I just want to see those on there. <laughs> but um, but no. So like the Last of Us, I've. Sp- Spoken in depth about how amazing I think that game is. That one's actually like my number one game of all time. And honestly, the game that what that really propelled me to want to do like team chat and different things like that is because that was the game that when I played that one, it really clicked in my head. Like, oh, these are just video games are just as good 
of a entertainment medium as anything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, they're better, but I'll, 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 I'll accept that. <laughs> but still, because, you know, at that point in my like career and what I was doing, I was thinking I was going to stick in video and pursue that as either, you know, staying with it through like a corporate video means or like potentially doing other something else, eventually moving up to doing like film ads, something like that. But then this is when I was like kind of flipped the switch. I was like, nope. This is the way I'm going to go now, you know, and so or something to shoot for anyway of like wanting to be use uh, like my video talents and all that different stuff to like to spread the good word of video games. Exactly. The gospel. The gospel. According to video games. So So. uh, did you guys see that video that they showed at E3 last year? Yeah. Okay. So correct me if I'm wrong because I have vague memories of it. But was Joel shown in that video at any point in time? He was not shown in that one. He was shown in the reveal announcement trailer that they showed at PSX 2016, okay. I think. Because I hadn't really? seen him in any kind of huh. videos or presentations or, or trailers or anything. So I'm really curious as to what's going on with him. Why wasn't he shown? Or But you're saying he was shown. He was shown, but, but there's been a lot of... Uh, Speculation, speculation that he's possibly a vision of Ellie's. Yeah, yeah. Memory. I think I heard that. People I are thinking a same. lot of people think he's dead. Yeah, and so yeah. which would be which because no, I don't even think they've seen we've seen Troy Baker in any of like pictures, tweets, anything like that. So I mean, I'm sure he's done something, even if Joel is dead. Like I'm imagining, right. they can't just not have him show up at all. But I don't know. I'm not in that camp. I think he's there. I just think they're very much setting up Last of Us Part Two as Ellie's story. Yeah, Last of yeah. Us was Joel's story, and I think right. this one's Ellie's story, and they're it's really just Ellie's. setting it up as her time to shine. I mean, but she's shown she was an outstanding character in the Last of Us Part One, so not saying she didn't shine in Part One. Prediction. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Joel's the bad guy. I could see that, and Ellie has to kill Joel for some reason. Well, oh my God, that's what I think is going to happen. That's what I think. Uh, that's that would, my that would, prediction. I could, with how the first one ended, I could see that not being I'd, far off. I'm, I bet you one hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I, I would get to that point, and probably not be able to continue to play. I know, right? It would just be so heartbreaking. He's an old <sighs> man. Just let him go. But he's amazing. <laughs> it's his time. It could be his time. We'll have to find out though when the Last of Us Part Two is released, which uh, bated breath as to when that will be. You, you know, it's going to be, oh God, I'm just going to like, I'm, real, oh yeah. I got, I got a nice little keychain that it's a stop sign. Oh yeah. And on the stop sign is the symbol of the firefly. Nice. Like, like, like as if it's spray painted on, it's pretty awesome. That's awesome. I went ahead and, and bought from uh Mondo. They released a little like 45 record of, uh-huh. from the E3, from the E3 trailer. The, remember the song that's playing in like the dance and yes. then the song, the composer of Last of Us, Gustavo Santianella, came out at the very beginning and was like playing the guitar at the beginning. Yes, it's those two that. tracks yeah. on this thing. Oh, so wow. I went ahead and bought that. I'm already starting my Last of Us Part Two collection. I have nice. a Last of Us Part Two shirt. It's just time. It's just time it's to just build. Nice. So, but no, yeah, it that one. I'm waiting. It's waiting. nice that they're already making money and the game hasn't even gotten like a release date. It's gonna, <laughs> it's just gonna it's gonna sell like game. What kind of a scam is that that you're falling into? <laughs> a great one. Just give me more Last just of Us Part Two more. things, please. Thank you very much. All right, so Mogan, what is your? Well, 
Second favorite. Game. You kind of already did it. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. You suck. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, I guess at some point we should like somewhat confer notes on these. I just always like our reactions. Well, to yeah, it was better that way. But anyway, so skipping to my number one, which is shared with many people the world over, let alone in our own backyard in our own Discord. Before we jump to that, because I have a feeling I know which one you're going to talk about. Should we read the ones from our Discord Why don't we? Yes, indeed. Let's take a little pause. we did pause. in preparation for this episode, reach out to our patrons on Discord and ask them to submit some of their most anticipated games for this year. So we have a brief, a quick list from a few of them. Mogan will read those really quick since I already talked about her number two. Oops, sorry, Mogan. Indeed. That's all right. Do, so, man, don't forget Brandon's from a couple I know. of weeks. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Okay, cool. I think so. Oh, that, never mind. Okay. Just, we, I had scrolled yeah. down too far. So his top most anticipated games of 2019. Great. There are many of them, actually. Resident Evil 2. Oh, that does look good. Sekiro, okay. Shadows Die Twice. No, Wait, no. is that the right one? Sekiro, Shadows Die yeah, Twice? Okay. Yeah, okay. Just checking. Yeah. Uh, Doom Eternal. And he has a question mark there, but we, Doom Eternal 2019. Yeah. Uh, Control. Cuphead DLC. Shovel Knight, King of Guards. Shovel Knight is another <laughs> platformer that I really I've need to play. I've been tempted di- to dive into that it one, looks, but I have a feeling it's just going to... Don't you mean you've been tempted to dig, dig in? in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the puns are flowing already in 2019, everybody. <laughs> and he says the rest of Life is Strange 2. Life is Strange 2's uh, completion is another one that I actually kind of forgot about. Again, because episodic gaming sucks, and I forgot it was a thing for a little while. Which caveat? Second episode is co- of Life is Strange Season 2 is coming out on January 24th, I believe. So. Oh, sweet. Okay. Awesome. All right. And then Ark writes that she is excited for the new Yoshi game. I believe mm-hmm. that is Yoshi's Crafted World. And Untitled Goose Game. Nice. I agree. Untitled Goose Game looks hysterical. And I really would. I, I, I really want to try it. I think that one should be. I saw earlier today. It's coming like early 2019. So hopefully it'll be here sooner yeah, than it later. It should be out soon. Uh, and she also mentions Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, which is a really nice one that I'm uh, glad to see making a comeback. And then the common thread among many of these that I haven't mentioned even though we're all really excited about it of course I'm going to end with fuchsias. So she says Yoshi's Crafted World and then Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing in, in bold and then she ends with but mostly Animal Crossing. Right. And I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. It is the, it's like, obviously, we don't know anything about it, really, right. other than the total shank you in a back alley, set you up for disappointment, and then actually, yeah, it is going to be a thing. Nintendo, that trailer they uh, <laughs> displayed when they were uh, introducing Isabel for Smash. Right. I was yes. like, Nin- you, you sneaky a- bastard. That was a <laughs> twist. That was quite a twist. Yeah. Just twist that dagger in my kidneys a little harder, Nintendo. Oh, it's Isabella for Smash. But yeah, so Animal Crossing for the Switch. It's supposedly coming out in 2019. I think that typically with Nintendo, when they say something's coming out, it does wind up coming out. The notable exception being Breath of the Wild. Right. But good God, it needed it. Um, I don't feel like Breath of... Animal Crossing is going to be as expansive it's, as Breath It's of the not. Wild. And the type of game that Animal Crossing is, is it's much more, uh, I'm not sure that procedurally generated is quite the right term, mm-hmm. but it's on its own internal schedule, basically. Whereas games yeah. like Breath of the Wild are super open. They don't really right. have a calendar, per se. It's just however many days you play. Uh, so with Animal Crossing, I don't know what to expect. I also have no expectations other than that it will be amazing. If it's anything... <laughs> 
even remotely like New Leaf, which by now, I think it's been five years since awesome. Animal Crossing New Leaf came out. If yeah. it's even a little bit like it, or even a basic clone with minor improvements <clears throat> and expansions, I will be more than happy. Nice. Just more content, period. I want new villagers. I want you to be able to set your villagers in specific plots of land in your town. But what if you don't even have a town? Oh, no. What if it's a city? <laughs> Who knows what it's going to be? Because I'm basing all of my knowledge on New Leaf. So the big question is, like, is it going to be like Pocket Camp? Is it going to be like New Leaf? Is it going to be like both? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be something right. really new? Probably not, given the history of Animal Crossing. It will probably follow a fairly standard formula, but all the same, it can only be good. Right. There have been no bad Animal Crossings. No, uh, no yeah. there haven't. They're, they're all uh, one, of the, one of the things I liked about New Leaf is so you could kind of push back your town's hours. You had the yes. ability to kind of make it go later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that they give you the ability to just set a time at any point because I stream. And when I stream, I usually stream like 11 p.m. and on. And I've actually streamed Animal Crossing on my Game Boy. No, sorry, not my Game Boy. My Game, game Cube. Boy. Oh, on my yeah. Game Cube. <laughs> on my Game Cube. And uh, I played it for like two streams. And I usually stream late at night. And then I go, oh, I got to go to the store and buy something. Uh, come back in the morning, the store's closed. And I was like, but I have like three more hours of my stream to do. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, very man. unfortunate. Now, so yeah. in New Leaf, you technically could uh, alter the time. The, yeah. The risk was that, uh, so, you know, in New Leaf, you're on a calendar that is that matches up with the real world. Right. And the calendar is based on whatever date you set for yeah. your DS. And if you messed with that, there was a chance that you could accidentally have a villager move away without your being able to stop them. Oh, no. Which for people that are really set on getting their dream towns or having very specific villagers live in town, that's like a nightmare scenario. Yeah, yeah. Can you not get them to move back? No. Once a villager moves out, you have to wait for the in-game graveyard, more or less, to cycle through. I think there's like a set number i looked it up once because i lost a villager that i really wanted back and i was like get mind oh, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the patience to do all of this so it's really hard to do uh so if there's a way that you can maybe make those types of changes with a bit more ease i would also really appreciate a feature like that i think that would be a yeah. a very welcome change of yeah. being able to alter the calendar without having to worry about your villagers up and packing it in right we'll see so yeah hopefully so that one still doesn't have a release date either but yeah like i agree with you 2019 seems pretty pretty safe i think it's gonna be holiday i think it's gonna be holiday release 2019 kind of november that's when they've been i mean outside of breath of the wild but they're just because they needed it as a launch title you know they've released their bigger games like super mario odyssey and stuff like that smash in the holiday season so I, i would agree with your prediction on that i think that's more nintendo's mo so i'm fully expecting it you know November, December, somewhere along those lines. Nice. Come on, Nintendo, make it happen. My second game then, is one that I, it's not my top, even though I'm excited for it. But it is one that I am excited for, but also will have, a, I have my fair share of hesitations and reservations about the game. But it is Anthem. Oh, oh yeah. okay. So we'll talk. Oh, wow. we'll, so we'll find out about this one pretty quick because it comes out in February, late February. I want to say like uh, yeah, 
twenty second yeah. something around there. The, the April. <laughs> no, that's like they've already said they're doing their big. Uh, they're doing actually a VIP demo that is going to take place at the end of this month. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the game will release in in mid February. But this one, my reservations are because the story behind it and like the setting seems slightly now. Granted, this is only story and setting, not gameplay. But it seems similar to Destiny in the fact that there's like this outpost that's, you know, and there's like this very civilized area. And then beyond it is this basically wild land. That seems, you know, that seems to strike very close to to Destiny. And we know how my initial thoughts of Destiny went. Liked it at first, then fell off about it and did not like Destiny 2 at all. Um, Okay. But this one, though. It's the combat system, the mechanics. You get, to, you know, you're choosing all the the different classes. You know, those uh, the the javelin suits that they have, uh, ranger, colossus, interceptor, and storm. All I want to do is be able to like whoosh around. Which you I can't. don't want to do anything. Right. Else. Which looks fantastic. I it just want to do the like whooshies. Another name for this one: Anthem, aka Iron Man Simulator, because that's what it literally <laughs> nice. looks like. That's really funny. And it, it, even from gameplay and, th- and trailers that they've shown so far, you can be flying around in the sky. You know, taking taking down enemies from up above, dive down, go into water seamlessly, just dive yeah, into yeah. water and be going around through there, pop back up out. It just looks like an incredibly immersive world with all the different things you can do. And I how hope you can that when you come back it. up, like water streams out of your helmet along with like a bunch of little goldfish. I think that would be really nice for like comedic effect. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> I would enjoy that. But I enjoy. I like its look. I like that it does look to be have this big, massive, open world that you're going to get to explore. It is. It's Bioware. Yeah. And Bioware has a pretty good track record of games. They they normally have very great immersive storytelling. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of the Dragon Age series and very excited about yep. that one that they teased back, back at the Game Awards. And so I have high hopes for it. And they've already come out because, again, but my big reservation, though, again, comes from the fact that it is EA. And I'm not blind to that fact. And EA has burned people before. They're already, though... Coming out and seeing, like, they, I was looking at this article from PC Gamer. Let me pull this back, this back up. Uh, that says Anthem, the PC Gamer by Andy Chalk on June 9th of last year. Anthem will have no loot boxes and no ability to pay for power. So they're, uh, so Electronics, quote, Electronics Arch addressed one of the big elephants in the Anthem room during a deep dive into the game at today's EA Play press event by stating unequivocally that there will be no loot boxes in the game at all. Cosmetic and vanity items will be available for purchase, but instead of buying a box and hoping that something cool pops up out of it, players will know exactly what they're getting up front. And nothing will be available to buy that will deliver any sort of gameplay advantage. As Bioware's Mark Dara put it, there will be no, quote, ability to pay for power. So... Obviously, they're already doing damage control because people still aren't over the Battlefront Two fiasco that went right. down with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's a good step that they're not that it's all only cosmetic things that are for purchase. Everything else, if yep. you buy anything, you know what you're getting. I think that's a good way to go about this game because it's still because cosmetic things are still. I find myself every once in a while buying cosmetic items, yeah. even Honestly, though I, it's the only thing that I'll buy right. in any game. I and, mean, with in-game yeah. credits, that is. I was normally not going to do it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. And it's the same thing with like Fortnite. How I originally was like, I'm not going to buy a battle pass. I'm good just playing it for free. But then I eventually succumbed, and oh my god, it's great. I, love it. <laughs> I actually just yesterday was playing Black Ops Four, and I was the same thing. I was like, these are dumb. People are all upset on the Reddit subreddits and everything about it. I don't really care. I'm not there to put, to mess around in the marketplace. But then they put out a skin, and I was like. 
that's a beautiful skin. <laughs> Just looks so good. <laughs> did look so good, and I purchased that skin, and I'm not ashamed. Was it, it a nice set of good. silk pajamas? No, it was called How Osiris. How funny would that be in Call of Duty, though? Osiris. Like nice silk pajamas. I think that would be, be really pretty funny. Fun. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them doing it because they did all these like slippers. Halloween and Christmas themed skins and stuff like that. I bet that I wouldn't put it past them to put something out like that. But so obviously, I have my reservations about Anthem. Not going to deny it, but it still looks like it could be a hell of a good time. Plus, another selling point for it, just like with Ori in the in the Will of the Wisps. I'm a huge fan of the composer Sarah Shackner, and she is okay. she's doing the score for this one. She did uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, is one oh, of her yeah. most recent games that she's done. She's also done work for Call of Duty and other Assassin's Creed games. But the score for Assassin's Creed Origins was fantastic. They've already released a little bit of music of what she's composed for Anthem, and they even played did a little concert of it at the Game Awards last year. It's gonna be good, so yeah. I'm excited about that. that Not only exciting. for the game, but for the soundtrack. Yeah. Which is honestly a big determining factor it in really all three is. of my games that I picked. So, you know. Absolutely. It's a good one. So, we've already done Mogan's number one since it was Animal Crossing. Kirok, what you got? What you got? What's your number one? Uh, so, I have – this is the last one I have. And it's not – I know it's not a 2019. You know what? Now, come to think of it, I think I picked all games that are not 2019. <laughs> but we can still be super excited for them. Good so, job, you know, Kirok. it's all good. <laughs> But I knew this one for I, sure. I can't, I'm holding uh, – I got, I got finger, fingers crossed that, that uh, Naughty Dog is going to come out at E3 this year and be like, hey, guess what? Last of Us Part 2. It's your Christmas. I, Christmas I, yeah, I was so I'd love it. Okay, I think well, I know what he's going to say, though. You go no, ahead. You, you I, have no I, idea. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. See, I kind of so, thought it would be Animal Crossing. So, no. Actually, Animal Crossing was a really good one. I like that because uh, I love that game to death. Um, you know – I love to trade peaches and apples with other players and stuff. So, anyways, um, are you a Stardew Valley man? Have we been? Out uh, <laughs> what? Are you a Stardew Valley man? <clears throat> I have played it on my Switch and stopped. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Before I go, interesting fact. Uh, what's the the town drunk? The girl. Pam. Oh, Pam. Val- Pam. Apparently, there's a bug. She goes missing partway through the game. Oh no. I'm sorry, I didn't mean, but it could have been patched. That was a year ago. It could have been patched. That was a year That'd ago. It would be hilarious if she just God. goes missing. No, Pam. Oh, she man. has to drive the bus. But she's the town drunk. That's a terrible idea. She sobers That's a up. Terrible okay. All right, all right. So uh, they announced, they didn't really announce, they gave a really, really small peak at the end of their E3 conference, and that was Bethesda. Oh. And it was for Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. So there's really nothing out there in terms of information other than the fact that it's it's the next step in the in the story of the Elder Scrolls universe. And um and they they even said when they gave that little sneak peek and all it was was like this camera panning over forests and land and then uh, as it came up in the distance there was a nice a big castle or a big city yep. and it looked really fantastic and uh um they even said that it's it's in the far distant future um i know lately there's been a lot of controversy with fallout 76 as everyone knows uh and people are worried that they're going to be using the same engine that runs fallout 76 which is pretty buggy and we've seen it in foreign and so on uh in the new one but uh there are, there are rumors that they're going to use the same one. There are rumors that, no, they're smart enough to use a new one. That I don't know. Uh, but I'm just looking forward to it. I cannot wait for that game. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that they don't come out around the same time as uh, 2077 uh, Cyberpunk. I, that think would be like, I, think, 
I think we got a good five years or so before Elder yeah. Scrolls Six. I'm gonna say 2021. You think so? I'm, I'm gonna go. No. I'm gonna go optimistic on that one. 2021. No, because they've already said they already said it the same thing. They said that they have another game coming out before. Oh, did they? Oh uh, yeah, Star One. Um, Stellar? No, not Stellarium. No, that's uh, crap. I know which one you're talking. about. I'm blanking. About. But they've said that this one's coming first. Yeah. And then Elder Scrolls Six, and I want to even say that, I mean, and, and already we can already determine from that just because it's already hinting that we're probably going to get an announcement for PS Five this year. Yeah, probably. It'll be a next gen game for sure, but still. So that's why I think we're a good five years at yeah at yeah minimum from uh, Elder Scrolls Six. So it'll be coming out at like the like end of the PS Five life cycle. Starfield. Starfield. Okay, I knew it was something Starfield. like Stellaria or something, but yeah, I think yeah, I'm thinking Starfield. of another one. But yeah, Starfield. And that- they didn't really show a whole lot of that, too, did they? I don't think they did. No, and basically, I think that one was just a shot of a planet from space, and they're basically so, like, "This is working. We're working on this." It, it's funny because I'm anticipating uh, the new Elder Scrolls based on my history playing Elder Scrolls, so I have a, an idea what to expect, uh, and expect the game to be really highly polished and hopefully bug free. Um, but Starfield, it's not something you we have been exposed to from Bethesda. Right. That so is I'm not, I don't know what to expect. So that might be a really good thing. That might be a really bad thing, depending on how much they put into it. But uh, what I have decided so far is, I mean, I stream my game, I record, play, put, put games on YouTube that I play. And uh, I, I have a computer system that I built some time ago it's starting to show its age and it's already getting to a point where i'm meeting the bare minimums of new games that are coming out now right yeah uh, and and i can't knock it it's done me very well for at least four or five years um but when that game comes out i've decided i'm going to plan a whole new build i'm going to build a pc Ooh, just to play that game i wow. cannot wait that'll yeah, be a fun day. project yeah yeah that's i awesome. can't wait That'll be super and I think fun. I'll stream the build too, so that'll That'd be, awesome. be awesome. You should do that. Um, put yeah. little wheels on it on the bottom and give it a nice underglow so that it looks like it's uh, a <laughs> UFO light. Nice. Yeah, I think that'd look really nice. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, just like little wheels, <laughs> <laughs> a cute little robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, that'd so be that's awesome. it. That'd be that's tight. my third, and, and I know it's not 2019, but I'm stoked. So. Oh you know wait, one still, more thing. Still give some. Oh, go you got to put little little spinners on the rims on the wheels. On the, it's gonna look really it's, nice. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no, you know, it's totally fine that, about that but one in that one because again, it's kinda like our year in the review that we just did. It's not necessarily had to be about things that we've played or that new games that came out in the year. It can it's things we're excited for. So, you know, yeah, we're yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm sure we'll get more information on on all of these games and everything as they come well, out at E three and different things in other E3's conferences. What, June? June, yeah. yeah so yeah. I would imagine by then, that surely they'll have more information on it to share. If they, yeah, you know, fingers crossed. Fingers for crossed. Unless any they're doing their more whole... information on oh. Metroid Prime Four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, even the tiniest bit of info. That would be a good one. I will pay the money to give me more information. Because yeah, I know you're especially in like Bromogan are very oh, especially yeah. excited about that. So, yeah, Metroid. Cool. I was kind of surprised we didn't hear anything about it at all this year. Other I'm not than the initial. Was it announced last year? Yeah. Okay. That was was that E3? Yeah. I thought it was the year before. No. I I was it? Maybe it was Game Awards of the of 2017. Maybe it was. I think that's all what right. It was. Whatever. But no. So I still was surprised we didn't hear anything at all from it from 2018. Um. But no. Yeah. 
the Starfield and and Elder Scrolls Six will be in huge games for sure. And I think a new, and I think Bethesda is going to have to do some like they're going to have to make people happy with those games for sure. Because especially yeah. they turned a lot of people off of Fallout seventy six. Yep. And I know uh, they've got like Rage two and stuff like that coming out. Sorry, which, they've got like Rage two coming out this year too, oh, right, which right. people, which you know, Rage fans are excited about that. But but you know, I don't know if that would be um, enough to cover. I the have seventy six. And uh, I, I, yeah, I've only played it for about, I'd say, a total of eight hours. Uh, and then I went back to Red Dead because I really wanted to finish that game. But um, I, I'm i okay with 76. I actually like it. Really? Yes, it's buggy. It's buggy. But I was hoping – I was this close to canceling my pre-order on that game because I was worried it was going to turn into a Call of Duty Fallout. Mm. And I, I ended up playing it and watching other people play it and going, oh, wow, this is great. It's like I'm questing in Fallout. But I can play with other friends of mine. Uh, in fact, I played the game for that eight hours and I'd forget I'm online. And all of a sudden somebody would come up to me and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm online. Oh, that's so cool. I actually like that. Yeah. Very good to know. Also, uh, you were right. It was E3 2017. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's already been it was almost a year two and a half years ago. since we heard anything yeah. about it. Dang. Yeah. Nintendo. Circling back to Prime 4, by yeah. the way. Nintendo, you got to give us more information on that. People are excited about it and want to know more. Well, my, my final game then. That I am most excited about. Already been mentioned once. Doom Eternal. Nah. Wow. I'm so excited for Doom, Doom Eternal. Eternal. I, kn- I knew you would be. I'm just like, it, oh I, my god. Yeah. Chomping at the bit. I want to know when I can play it. I want to know all the details about it. Was it Was it you or Brandon who posted that video in the Discord? Oh, Brandon. Oh, what a good video. He posted this video. It was so funny. Um, that was basically, they overlaid the New Donk City song from Super Mario Odyssey over Doom footage. And yeah. it was the best mashup I've yeah. probably ever seen. Yeah, it was really Because good. it made all the gore and guts of, of Doom seem happy. I mean, it is happy. <laughs> you're fighting the forces of evil. I mean, you're fighting demons. You're <laughs> legitimately trying to rid the world of demons. But it just made it for this incredible experience. But they were announced Doom Eternal at E3 of 2018. Obviously, wasn't necessarily expecting it because it was 2016 when do- the rebooted Doom came out, and so you yeah, know, within we're looking at within three years, which I guess is a is a normal timeline. But I wasn't necessarily holding my breath for it, and so then when they announced it, I was obviously super stoked about it, and just they showed it off. It looks to be not a far departure from what Doom 2016 was, which is great. I mean, if anything, based on the reception of Doom 2016, don't fix it if it's not broken. They're just, exactly. <laughs> just so they're make adding more, in, more content. That's exactly. what people want. That's what they're doing. They're adding in new demons, new modes and multiplayer, some different things in there you can do. They also gave you the, the Doom Slayer more some new weapons. Like He's got this like attached blade to one of his arms that you can use in melee combat instead of just destroying, like tearing an arm off of the demon. I mean, you oh, can still do that, but you can now impale them as you're doing it. Back in my day, you just had to tear the arms off the demon. No, now you got to rip and tear. You <laughs> rip and tear all day, every day, 24-7. And then they also, you also now have this grappling hook where you can use it to launch and get yourself to advantageous positions. You can also shoot it into an enemy and pull the enemy to you. That sounds fun. It's, oh my God, it's going to be yeah, so Yeah, that good. sounds great. Plus they showed a sword. You What? Yes. Yes. I'm all about it. And so Doom 2016, I mean, Doom Eternal is going to be fantastic. Not to mention, once again, yeah, another outstanding soundtrack by Mick Gordon. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's oh what the people God. really want. That is what I want. And that's what's most important here. Exactly. It's going to be so good. And I just cannot wait for that game. Hoping, I mean, anticipating... 
probably a holiday release. Uh, the other one came out from Doom 2016. Believe I believe it came out in May of 2016. So this one, I don't expect it by May since they haven't announced the release date at all yet. Still though, so I'm expecting at least probably fall holiday of yeah. this year. Yeah, I think holiday 2019 sounds about right. It's going to be so good. So that wraps up our main list. Does anybody have any honorable mentions? Anything that they're Ooh. like they are excited for? But didn't quite. It wasn't not quite excited enough to make the top three. So uh, Brandon's Cuphead DLC reminded me that there is still more DLC slated to come out for Hollow Knight. Actually, yeah. uh, the next DLC pack from Team Cherry, I believe, is going to focus on the character Hornet. Uh, at least that's the rumor, uh, cool. and I'm really looking forward to it because I feel like I'm getting kind of close to the normal end of Hollow Knight, not including any of the DLC content, yeah. which I unlocked some of by accident. And oh. I was like, I'm not ready for this. And I had to like <laughs> run away. I was like, I don't think I can do this yet. I'm not prepared. I'm not ready. <laughs> so I am really excited that there's still going to be more new content coming out for that game. Nice. Kirok, how about you? Um, one did just pop into mind, although I didn't consider it before coming on onto the show. Uh, but I, I am excited about it. Uh, so I'm going to mention it anyways. It's called, uh, the outer. Oh, what the hell was oh. it? It was on the video game show on the video game. Outer Wars, the outer, outer worlds. That's yeah, it. That uh, one yeah. Did look that looks really good, but I have no idea land. the time frame. <laughs> I have no idea the time frame. When that was probably, that's going to easily be two to three years out. Is it Metro Exodus one? Yes, it oh, is. That's yeah. February. Yeah, that looked yeah. amazing. That yeah, yeah. Was I really cool. threw it on the list that I have. <laughs> Metro but, Exodus uh, Metro looks really good, and apparently it's supposed to. Uh, it's supposed to support the uh, the new video cards, the RTX video cards with ray tracing. Ooh, yeah, so fancy. That one does look pretty good. I want. That's a series I've always meant to like. Kind of wanted to play. I have twenty thirty three. Just is give, that one? Just play yeah, yeah. it. I know, I know, I know. I haven't don't play it. it. Just I haven't don't. played it yet, so I probably will just skip to Exodus. <laughs> just start but with Exodus. I had it free through the PS Plus, and I've always thought about playing it at some point. But no, yeah, at this point, I'll probably just play Exodus. Um, for me, I had a couple. Um, start, one, which I, there's no way it's coming out this year, which is why I didn't include it, but Star Wars Fallen Jedi. Mm. A new, mm. uh, should be sing, like single-player, heavy story game. Uh, it's being developed by Respawn, who makers of Titanfall, t- Titanfall, Titanfall Two. So those obviously great games. So I have a lot of faith in that. The biggest thing is that now you know I'm not. I don't want to get too excited because the one the Star Wars game that Visceral was developing got torn from us when EA decided to shut yes. down Visceral. So we'll see. So I'm I'm excited, but not too excited. Cautiously excited. Yes. Tempered excitement. Yes. Uh, the other one is called Atomic Heart. Ooh, I saw that on a couple of, of other one? people's no, lists. No, I haven't. Atomic Heart looks pretty sweet. It looks like a uh, Fallout Bioshock kind of mi- mesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like you're sent to this basically Sounds atomic good. facility, nuclear facility that's gone silent. And when you get there, there's crazy monsters now, undead robot enemies. It looks insane. But the trailer is what really stands out. The trailer for it was phenomenal. So Atomic I Heart. Never, I never even heard of this. You need to watch the trailer. It looks okay. awesome. And really? so okay. that from the trailer itself is what sold me on this one, even though uh, it's a new IP and all that. Yeah, know. and it's based in a Soviet era so nuclear like installation. Ooh, exactly. It's like 1960s. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, that sounds cool. That's gonna be good. Uh, but that one's being developed by Mundfish. But uh, but yeah, so that one looks that one looks pretty great too. So those are the, the two that I'm excited about. But like I said, Star Wars, there's no way that's coming out this year. Mundfish is based out of Moscow. 
Oh, there we go. Look at Poland and Russia. Doing things. <laughs> Coming Making in moves. out of nowhere with these cool, <laughs> cool-ass games. Good for them. Nice. So anything else in the new year? I don't think so. Everything else that I want um, is all going to be in Animal Crossing. So... There we go. That's what I'm looking forward to. Just waiting for that release just, date. Just that one. <laughs> Very nice. Anything for you, Kirok, standing out? Any like hardware hopes? Anything like that that you got? Oh, on the uh, no, no. At this point, I'm good. I'm just gonna play games. I even nice. have some. I, I even revived my old uh, PlayStation, so I'm gonna be playing that eventually. Ooh, Ooh Tenchu nice. Stealth Assassin. What? That's actually this is my favorite game of all time. So, oh, wow, really? really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you get it, if you, are you going to try to like, stream it or anything or just play? I, I will. I will. But it'll be a while. I still got to finish Red Dead. I got to finish a few others first. So Nice. Because I want to watch that then when you, whenever you stream that because that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I have an old PS1 also and I just need – it doesn't work totally well. I need to get it fixed up Don't too. Don't stop. Stop trying to play like your old games. games. Okay. <laughs> I have stacks over there like this of games that I haven't taken the wrappers off yet. And some are three years old. Oh damn! <laughs> don't don't be like him. No, Kirk and I, we are kindred spirits in this no. regard. We have a massive backlog, you and we're people. not ashamed. You people. I actually though did kind of make of like a resolution for this year. I want to say I did it last year too, but fell off the bandwagon pretty quick. But I do. I didn't fall off completely. But last year, I noticed that I made a concerted effort to play more indies, and I want to keep that going. So I'm kind of trying to like play an indie game per month. One new one per month. So Excellent. We'll see I've already started mine for January. Your first one can be Untitled Goose Game. No, it's not that one. I've Aww. already started mine for, for January. And it, again, it doesn't have to be ones that come out this year, but I'll, but uh, just ones that have come out recently. And this one actually came out like mid last year, honestly. It's called Bad North. Huh. It's fun. It's fun so far. Oh, I like okay, it. Okay. It's just it's like a real time strategy. You basically it's move fun. from this. Uh, you, it's fun. Well, I've only played it for a couple hours so far, so I don't want to. I don't want to be too too you know too loose with my opinions but it's but i have had fun because it hits the right boxes for me and being a real-time strategy uh it's set in you're defending your islands from norse invaders ah and it but it has a really fun like cool uh art style to it where it's 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 it kind of looks more like a kid book i would say okay it's interesting. It's really fun, though. I'm, I'm enjoying it. That briefly reminded me, when is Hades coming out? So Hades is... Oh, ooh, I forgot about yeah. Hades. Technically, it's already out. Uh, for early access, you can buy oh, yeah, it through... you're right. But that would uh, be like... Epic Games Officially releasing this year, right? I would think so, yeah. Oh, God. I am looking forward I'm to that one. I'm looking forward to that one, too. You should check this one out, Kirok. If you've looked at... If you haven't Hades. looked at Hades mm-hmm. from I have Super heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. looks so good. But you it can buy it right cool. now for PC on uh, through Epic Games Store. So it's... It looks good. I'm excited for that one too because Super Giant, anything nice. they do is great. So, well, I believe that wraps up our most anticipated games or the things we're most excited for coming up in, the, in this year. Obviously, we want to know, like we heard from our patrons, we want to know what you all all are excited about. So let us know in the comments below. Send us a message on Facebook. Email us at teamchatpockets at gmail.com. Any other ways that you can get in contact with us, let us know. We'd love to hear from you all. But before we go, we do have to do our soundtrack spotlight, and I have selected a track from one of the games we talked about today because I'm excited about it. Soundtrack, the Valor, the Freelancer theme from Anthem by oh, Sarah. Okay, Shatton. very nice, very so, nice. Listen to this one. I believe is the one that she played at E3, or a portion of it is what she played. Not E3, Game Awards, and then she also released this track on SoundCloud, so you can l- go and listen to it and everything. It's oh, cool. fantastic. But Super. you'll stick around for after the close to get to listen to that. But 
yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. Thanks again, Kirok, for coming on. Like it was great oh, to man, finally it was have a you lot on. Of fun. Thank you, know, you so much for having me, to, guys. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. We definitely need to have you back on in the future and all this, and we'll do some fun stuff. And obviously, you know, we'll uh, be doing extra life again this year. I know that's like eleven months away, but, a while ago, <laughs> but might as well in, start planning now. Might as well, you know, <laughs> might as well. So uh, we'll be sure to try to get you back in on that as well. But uh, but yeah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the new year as we get back into the swing of things for our now four. I mean, we're already a couple months into our fourth year of Team Chat Podcast, but Woo! still, the new year, new us, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to get we're, stick around for the end of the episode when you can hear the Valor, the freelancer theme from Anthem by Sarah Shackner. But until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson. I was giving a dramatic pause. And then you <laughs> sure. Sure. No, she called me out. I, was totally, I totally went blank. You seemed <laughs> like you had kind of frozen. Again, two weeks off. Two weeks off. Give me a little grace here. But I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Adios. And through the power of the internet, our good friend, Kirok Craft. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. We'll see you all later. Stick around for the song.